Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Exploring Faith, the podcast series from the Salvation Army in Morley. If you want to hear more from us, all of our services are streamed live at 10.15 every Sunday on both Facebook and YouTube. Just search Morley Salvation Army. For those of us that are drivers, how many of us have experienced the car that seemingly wants to pull us into the curb? when we're driving along the road and it just takes all of our effort to to keep the steering wheel in the right place to to stop us going over into the curb how many of us put up with that on our cars how many of us take the car into the repairer to have the wheel alignment checked and adjusted so that the car is much easier to drive and takes less effort to keep in a straight line what about in life Do we stop to metaphorically have our alignment checked throughout our lives? In the last 14 months, there has been an amazing amount of time for reflection, for thinking, for evaluating, for planning, for preparing, for realigning, for taking stock, for prayer, for space to perhaps ask those big questions of our own lives. I remember preaching many times in the past about the the pace of life, the never-ending list of appointments, the tasks to do, the things to achieve, the things we have to do, the things we have to pursue, and how those things can affect our inmost beings without us realising it on many occasions. And contrary to what Paul writes in Romans, that we read earlier, that Eugene Peterson has paraphrased in the message, we then fit in so well with the culture around us that we fit into it without even thinking. But Paul tells us that we shouldn't copy the behaviour and customs of the world, but that we should allow God to transform us, living a life that is pleasing to him. So let us pause for a moment this morning. And let me ask you some questions for you to ponder upon. How do you fit into the culture around you? Do you fit into that culture without even thinking about it? As we thought earlier, is the expectation of others what drives you and perhaps causes you to fit into that culture? without even thinking about it? Let's think about our culture for a moment. Today is Sunday. What does Sunday mean to you? What did Sunday used to mean to you? How has Sunday changed for you? What do we fill our diaries with now on a Sunday? Do our diaries on a Sunday show a life that practices Sabbath? Or do we just get on with the stuff of life that unlike years ago, when things weren't available 24-7, it is now available to us 24-7? What for us as Christians is different about Sunday. Should it be different? 
do we fit into the culture around us without even thinking? Or do we stop and realise that we might be getting caught up in all the stuff of life that can get in the way of our spiritual formation? Do we focus our attention on God? This week we've been chatting with many people and in one of our conversations it was music to our ears when someone confirmed, possibly without even realising it, that they had stopped they had thought, they had reevaluated, and fixed their attention back on God throughout this time, through this time that we've all faced in this pandemic. And in focusing back on God, there was that realising that the expectation that this person had placed upon themselves to fit in with the culture around them that they were doing it without even thinking. The pandemic has forced them to stop, and in that stopping, they have reevaluated and they have refocused. The culture that that person was thinking about in the context of that conversation was the culture of the church, was the culture of the Salvation Army. It was actually about the culture of this core. You could almost see it going through the person's mind. If I don't do this, that and the other, what will people think? What will people say? How will this, that and the other carry on? Something of that expectation that we talked of earlier. You know, I firmly believe that when we are obedient to what God wants, he will provide. I was just waiting for the hallelujah, but then I realised I'm not going to hear a thing from you, am I? I firmly believe that when we are obedient to what God wants, he will provide. And when we take our focus off the culture and we focus on God... We allow God to break through and do his stuff in our own lives, which in turn affects the culture of the world that we find ourselves in. And the paraphrase of Eugene Peterson of Paul's words in Romans manifests itself into our lives. And unlike the culture around us, which in the message we're told always drags us down to its level of immaturity, we will find that when we're obedient to God, that God brings out the best of us, develops well-formed maturity in us, and that affects the culture of our world that we are in, in our home, in our work, in our social gatherings, in our church, in our Salvation Army lives. So in these months of lockdown, of restrictions, of frustrations for so many, what has God been saying to you? in your reflections, in your thinking, in your evaluation, when you're out on a walk, when you're talking with others, when you're planning, when you're preparing. What is God saying to you through your prayers and your devotions? As we know, the Salvation Army is well known for its music making. But we know that there is far more to the Salvation Army than just music. 
we have prided ourselves on busy programmes, on counted numbers, on so many things that in the grand scheme of things are insignificant. And we have possibly, possibly lost touch with what is important. Our focus on God, our spiritual formation, what God calls us to be in these days, to reach out to others. This goes back to the prayer that was sent in at the start of our worship. In these days, we are looking at all that we do and asking ourselves, is it fit for purpose in 2021 and beyond? As we look forward, is all that we did before March 2020 still fit for what we are to be in these days as we do meet together again in the coming months? Why do we do what we do? Does that stop us from being who we should be? I believe, and so do others, that we have an opportunity like no other that we have ever had before to realign all we are, all we do, and all we are called to be to the plan and purpose that God has for us as individuals and as a core and as many other different core and churches that are maybe tuning in today. It is my prayer that we will all take the opportunity to reflect on what that means for us in these days as we prepare to gather again and that all of our focus will be, will be and is hopefully already firmly fixed on God and his purposes for our lives rather than our own desires. Matt Redman wrote a song that many of us are familiar with and those words have been spinning around in my head for weeks. Let me briefly share with you the story of the song when the music fades for those that maybe don't know the story of the song. Why that song was written before we look at how we can apply that to our own lives and situation. In the late 1990s, Matt Redman's home church was in Watford and it was going through a spiritually tough time. The worship band's musical creativity was on a high, making new and influential songs for the local church with an impact on the church um, nationwide, maybe even worldwide. Yet, recalled Matt Redman, there was a dynamic missing. Maybe even some apathy was evident. So our pastor did a pretty brave thing. The pastor asked his congregation what they were bringing to God in worship or if they were just there as consumers soaking up the music. His point was that the, the band and church had lost their way in worship. And the only solution was to strip out every diversion and distraction. And that included the whole sound system and the worship band. Initially, Matt remembers unplugging just led to an embarrassing silence. But eventually the congregation rediscovered their own voices, singing unaccompanied, offering up heartfelt prayers and encountering God in a new and fresh way. By the time they felt sufficiently ready to reintroduce the musicians and sound system, 
the church had found a new perspective on worship, that it's all about Jesus and that it demands a response from the heart. So what about us? From what we've heard this morning of realigning, of fitting into the culture around us without even thinking, the perception of others. This period of reflection, what has God been saying to you and to me? This looking forward and asking if we're fit for purpose in 2021. And then what about the story of Matt Redmond's church in Watford? What is God trying to say to us here? You see, I'm not sure I subscribe to the notion that everything is going to be new and different when we return to our buildings. It may be, but I suggest that much of what we were doing before March 2020 was not wrong, because I believe God had his hand on it and was using much of what we did and was blessing it. However, what I do subscribe to is that everything that we were doing before March 2020, and indeed those things that have been introduced since that period, need to be examined, need to be looked at, need to be prayed over, to examine why we do them. What is their purpose? What is their fruit? Are they still relevant to our ministry in 2021 and beyond? And if we find that these things have just become part of our culture, the culture that is around us, and they're not focused on God, then we need to realign them to focus on God, or if they have served their purpose, we need to be as brave as the pastor from Watford and remove them from our programmes. We've all heard this famous saying, if you keep doing what you've always done, then you're, you're going to get what you've always got. And in recent years, the church, the Salvation Army in Europe, has contracted. So perhaps the prophetic words in Isaiah 43, see, I am doing a new thing, says the Lord, are the words for us today. And this enforced period of not being able to come together in worship, praise and in service to the Lord, is giving us the opportunity to perceive that new thing that Isaiah speaks of. So for a moment, another question, the big question for this morning, our headline, our overriding question for this morning, what's your music? As Matt Redman wrote, when the music fades. For music, read whatever it is that you do in the service of God. When the kettle goes quiet, when the toddlers, when the open house, when the ladies group, when the phone call, when the war cry ministry, when the children's work, when the boundless rehearsal, when the band practice, when the youth club, when the blank, you fill it in with whatever your music is. When the music, putting in the word that you are putting in place of music, fades, all is stripped away as it has been in recent months. And I simply come longing just to bring something that's of worth that will bless your heart 
I'll bring you more than a song, for a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within, through the way things appear, you're looking into my heart. For you, Lord God, see who we really are. Not how we see ourselves or how others see us, as we had on the flip chart earlier, but how the Lord sees us. And 1 Samuel 16 verse 7 reminds us that the Lord does not look at the things human beings look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So I'm coming back to the heart of worship and a reminder that worship is a lifestyle and not something we do on Sunday at 10.15. It's something that comes from our very being rather than something that we do. And it's all about you. All about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it when it's all about you. What have you made your worship? Is it all about Jesus? Or do you need to realign that steering wheel that we heard about a few moments ago? What, as we look forward to the day when we return through the doors of this building, do you need to leave on the step? Not to go back to, but move forward into with full confidence of the one who holds us in the palm of his hand. The day is drawing closer when we will be back together in worship in person when we will be serving together out of this place. Let us be ready. Let us be completely focused on God, ensuring that in all we do, we are fit for purpose. As we take the opportunity this morning to reflect on God's words to each of us as individuals and as a core, let us receive just where we are the words of Matt Redmond's song into our hearts. May God bless you.